0: Reaching, reaching, the unknown, unknown, unknown.
1: Welcome to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show with Nancy Hopkins, Walt Silva, and Dolly Howard. This is a production of Cosmic Reality Radio. Howdy there. Dolly.
2: Hi. I gotta turn my sound off. Okie dokie. I was listening to the show.
1: And where is Walter?
2: Well, he was talking in the chat room. Huh?
1: Well, I he... think
2: I have the sound turned off. There, there he is. So You'll have to let me know if I don't. I don't hear it.
1: I don't hear it.
3: Oh, okay. Okay, Walt. Hi there. Hello, guys. Hi,
1: Walt. <laughs> Hello. How are you doing? How is everybody? Uh. Well, um, I just had a weird show because it the people didn't show up until 20 minutes into the show, so then, you know. Anyway, oh, it's, it's really interesting information. Scary as crap, but, you know. I think mm. I heard that before,
2: that man. It was really good, the information he
1: shared. Oh, I forgot something. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, yeah. It's about it was. It's about the um, Portsmouth nuclear facility. I believe that they just said. <laughs> I've been listening to it. Um, but what it is, and because I guess because I know that this is probably true. Too many places that they haven't caught on, but that they are um, like going to the to the extreme of the very devices that are supposed to detect excess radiation to warn the workers. Those Alarm systems are being, let's say, s- circumvented, and these people have been fighting this uh, this war against this particular and DoEs and you know the s- same old, same old story. Walt. you know, same old story. So, um, anyway, um, so Dolly, Dolly, and I found a very exciting thing. I hope you see, you saw it in Facebook. It was, it was um, Pelosi. Pelosi. <laughs> Thank you. I couldn't remember <laughs> her name. Pelosi on a Sunday morning television show, and she completely glitch- glitches, completely. As a matter she of fact,
2: malfunctions.
3: in. <laughs> is it, in, uh, is it uh, in the Cosmic Reality Group? Is it uh,
1: Yeah, it's in Cosmic Reality Group. Um, cosmic Reality. Yeah, and I'm gonna look I'm gonna look it up here because 'cause I'm actually gonna play it because I think that I think we can do that. And it's so obvious that I mean you'd be hard pressed. Okay, here it is. Oh, oops, 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 oops. This thing is so crap. Where is it going? on? I don't like this new Facebook thingy that I don't know what it's doing to me. Oh Cosmic right. Reality Okay, here we go. Okay. Um I'm gonna play this thing right now here. I, I'm gonna give you the YouTube I just pulled up the YouTube so I'll give it to you guys in a second okay here we go
2: ten states as I said on Friday I started their
0: early for voting The the day that we lost but, Ruth Bader Ginsburg but to be clear you're not taking any arrows out of your quiver you're not ruling anything out good morning Sunday morning the uh,
2: that we have a responsibility. We take an oath to protect and defend the Constitution
1: of the United States. Ten states, as I said. Oops. That that. And when you're listening to, the, when you look in her face, oh my gosh, she just goes blank, like she turned off. And if she had come back with any hesitation, and but she was off off the answer to the question. Totally, very peculiar. So let me. Grab this YouTube link and stick it into the into the chat so they can see it. Okay. Um, chat, 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 chat. All right. The, look the on thing
2: George that George whatever his name is, um, was priceless. Is priceless.
1: Yeah. Well, not only that, but um, Fox kept playing it.
2: Yeah, over and over. I know.
1: And they it's didn't... The morning, they, Sunday
2: like morning? Excited. No, no,
1: no. Yesterday, Monday, the group that we watch, I didn't... I didn't. Most of the Sunday mornings, I think, are actually on Fox are, are recorded, some of the sh- Sunday shows. Not all of them, but some of them. But no, it was on Monday, it was Tucker and then um, Hannity and Laura, probably, probably the other one, too. But they... And they weren't saying, like... Look at her glitch out. What the hell is happening, you know? No, they're all sort of like
3: I was asked when I applied.
1: Uh, interesting. You know they don't I do not see anything. It's on it's on the uh, it's, in the, it's oh. in the chat. It's in the
3: chat oh. It's in the chat. Oh. Uh chat.
1: I can send it to you here too. Here. It's in it's in the Skype chat now too.
3: I can see uh okay. Okay. Yeah, here it is the same the same thing. It says Nancy Pelosi, good morning, Sunday morning. September twentieth, twenty twenty. That's it. Yeah.
2: Play it.
1: Well, we don't hear it. <laughs> anyway. So um Oh, I want to. Yeah, that was what I wanted to do because some of the comments were just priceless. Let me see. I said, if you've been hearing our discussion of clones and how they can glitch, take a look at this clip and see what you think. And then I called you out. I said, Dolly, you will love this one. And Dolly says, Yes, yes, yes. This show shows what I've been saying. I'm so glad you posted this. I saw it yesterday. And got excited about it, hoping others would see it. Now maybe more can understand the Biden clone, and in parentheses, clones, man, man malfunctions when they see them and the others. And then she does her pift. yes. <laughs> and then Zanita says, total glitch in the system, moment, quite amusing. And it was, you know. Oh, here, gosh, we've got six more comments here. Okay. Uh, she is a clone, says Anuka. Looks nothing like the witch. <laughs> that's <laughs> Which what is,
2: I've been saying.
1: <laughs> well, you, yeah, you said that she looked much younger than she has been. As a matter yeah. of fact, I need to look at that myself because uh, I, oh, no, that's not the, oh, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, but, you, you know, you, you kind of, when you look at her, you you, you get this image in her, your head, so you don't stop to pick it out, even me. This lady is, what, 20 years younger than the lady at that... At least. At least. Huh, 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 huh? Oh, very interesting. Oh, I was reading Facebook. I had to remember what I was doing. Okay. That is way too obvi- obvious, Rose. Rosalind, Neil said, "Isaac says Isaac sessions. She talks and acts like her, but I told you that's not the real Aunt Clara. I don't know what that." Uh-huh. I don't know
2: what he means by that. He said it several times.
1: Does he? Uh, I don't know.
2: I don't know what. Not here, but he said it before previously, um, and I don't know what he means
1: by Aunt Clara. She tried to use the old Jedi mind trick, but the spell backfired since the Force is not with her. (laughs) (laughs) And Yasmin says, WTF, I seriously don't understand what goes through the minds of these sleepers when they see stuff like this. Even without everything else that is happening, someone should look at this and wonder what the hell is going on. And yes, the Fox commentators did. But it was like they couldn't pursue it because they didn't have any anything to go on I think
2: I don't think they understand about clones
1: no yet. yeah that's what I think too they just think of it as a met- mental aberration yeah, yeah
3: yeah don't they have enough money to for better preparation than this <laughs> well <laughs> it is it like they, they just they just threw a, a machine in, in the middle of it without any proper rehearsal no no pro- what just here is like slapping together a machine for a for a what do you call it a Macy's. Uh, uh,
1: <laughs>
3: but the machine,
2: M- machine malfunctioned. Oh
1: wow! But see, I'm yeah. wondering. I'm wondering if it's malfunctioning or somebody set it up to do that, so that we would go, whoa, or Fox newscasters go, Wow, what happened there? Yeah, we don't know, be. but the best one—the best comment—was from Brian Fritz. <laughs> okay, he says, "As it is said, possession is nine out of ten points of the law." <laughs>
2: I don't understand that comment. Possession,
1: please. possession by demonic forces—that's uh, oh, where wow. I took it.
3: Oh
2: yes,
1: where <laughs> so I took it. Yeah, it's funny. Oh
3: God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. The Clone
3: Wars. So, 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 so Lucas, uh, Lucas was right. It's the Clone Wars. Oh, looking at the War of the Clones. Oh, god. <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 well, Biden and, and Camel are both cloned. Um, and there they are talking with each other like they're real live things, and. I- <laughs> Just cannot get over
3: this. It, it, it's kind of sad. It just makes you realize that um, there are no more real people to guide anybody, or or they just everybody's being ruled by by bots. That's,
2: That's kind of sad. Either. Yeah, or by their handlers. Yeah, and and I wonder who are these
1: handlers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, one of the things that you go back to is yeah who is the handlers is this the dark side that's making all these clones or is it the white side or is the white side letting the dark side make these clones but the clones seem to be malfunctioning more often so because they've run out of money because trump is is taking their put their money so they can't get to it because of the Presidential executive order on the crimes against humanity, and they can't afford top notch quote well,
3: Name some service I could bring. That's like, that's like uh, in that thing that I sent you, that where um, in the code speaking, uh, the 5G was what was part of the was part of the discussion,
0: but.
3: So
2: I
0: said that I would say well, I guess I got the job, and I don't mean to complain.
3: They only give you one part free, and the rest you have to. As a, hey, it, it there's a there's a trick to the uh, this adrenochrome. It says if you're now looking for. The chlor- the what was it? The the chloroquine This is the antidote for the COVID nineteen.
1: Hydrochloroquine.
3: Chloroquine. Hydrochloroquine. Okay, he says that if you are hooked on adrenochrome and you try and you attempt to take on um, hydrochloroquine as an antidote to this virus, if you catch this virus, it's it's an end game because the combination of the two is lethal. If you're a person who's, ad, who's addicted to adrenochrome and you take it regularly, you cannot take the the hydro uh, the hydrochloroquine it's lethal
1: well that's because so, re- that's because the human body is not capable of processing blood, which is the yeah. basis for the uh, adrenochrome mm-hmm and yep. the kidneys begin the mitochondria of the kidneys begin to malfunction and iron it builds iron down. builds up in the system and somehow or another and it wasn't clear to me as to why the hydrochloroquine um, caused everything to crash but that would certainly answer and you know if you think about it okay if if Trump is everything we think he is, and Q is in part, and, and they're coming from the future, we got to talk about Wilcox and the future thing. Um, if if all that's that's true, then I have to go back to the moment that he mentioned hydro, hy- hydrochloroquine, and okay. the way Trump, and the way oh, okay. that he presented it, you know, well, they got this stuff, hydrochloroquine, and you know, I'm a pretty smart guy. Maybe he and was and I'm
2: taking it. <laughs> maybe
1: yeah, and I'm taking it. Maybe yeah. <laughs> maybe he was um sending a signal. You know, talking to these people saying, "We know what we know what the problem is." Oh, here.
3: It's, uh, sometimes it feels like almost 70 or 80% of what he's talking about is in code, yes. not for the general public.
2: I agree with The well. important <laughs>
1: stuff, yep. Yep. Like, like another, another, another example of it. Okay, he um, well, all of a sudden, uh, it was um, Mike Adams of Natural News. He came out with a discussion, a fairly detailed discussion that uh, Jan Shaw covered in her show regarding the Fourteenth Amendment. And under the Fourteenth, now the Fourteenth Amendment is an interesting little thing. When, three years after the Civil War, the 14th Amendment was added to the Constitution. It was approved. And in that document, it was supposed to kind of like put into place the things that were not in place that allowed the Civil War to happen from a legal standpoint, from a constitutional standpoint. So the stipulation in the 14th Amendment is that not only is every citizen of a state a citizen of a state, when you become a citizen of the state of the United States, you are also a, a citizen of the United States. Now they were t- still talking republic at that time. Okay, so you got a, a law out there that says states, clearly, that any state... State representative, they, go, they list a number of different versions of who could possibly be found guilty under this 14th Amendment. But it includes all the bad guys that are allowing their cities in, to burn. So um, what, it, what what it states is that if you are impinging on the rights given by the Constitution of the United States to one of your citizens, you are in, you know you're in jeopardy by the federal government and at that point the federal government can basically not only arrest these people but they can withhold funds and this is all in the amendment withhold funds from the states or cities or anybody who is doing this. So the president is sitting on a amendment. To the Constitution, not a presidential executive order, not something that is, you know, could be disputed. This is the amendment, the 14th Amendment. And um, so anyway, so all of a sudden, uh, Mike, Mike Adams starts talking about this. And then yesterday, I guess it was, very recently, one of the legal eagle people were talking about the, they, he never said 14th Amendment. He said, the, the president is within his rights and basically, you know, said just what I said. And I'm going, well, that's the 14th Amendment. Why aren't you acknowledging this? I just thought that that was weird. But the president, right, while this is happening, Mike has written his thingy and this other guy is talking about, you know, that, yes, he has the, that he would have to declare insurrection. And, you know, every once in a while you hear the president allude to the Insurrection Act. Um, I don't know if he's alluding to something different than the 14th Amendment, but you'll hear it every once in a while. But he was at one of his rallies, and I listened.
0: But it's not like they described They're in that little classified. class you're,
1: you're listening to basically the same thing. Different that, you know, it's, it's like watching the same play night after night, but it's still different you know, energy-wise. And so I'm, I'm enjoying it, but I'm also very intent on listening to what the man says. Because not that, not in North Carolina, maybe I think it was North Carolina, he turns to the people and he says to them, you know, why don't I just write an executive, uh, uh, what are the executive, what are, what are these things called? Order. Presidential, yeah, order. an executive, pres- presidential order. Let me just write a presidential order and prevent you guys from voting for Joe Biden. <laughs>
2: when he said that I almost peed my pants
1: you know, <laughs> you know <other laughs> people, most, most people would go that's a weird thing to say maybe right but when he says it especially in the context of the 14th amendment you're going oh my god and and the other thing is, is that um, if the democrats are allowed to screw up the voting process like they are and it's sort of like you know you know that you know that the—I'm not going to say Republicans. I'm going to say the Trump, Trump, Trumpers, right, the, the, the patriots, that they've got—they're setting these people up. They're watching everything, you know, and these people are going to go and they're going to do the things that they've been doing for many, many years in many places— and you know right now I'm not even concerned about the how they can me- mess with the uh, electronic voting machines. I mean I I basically had given up. Well I wasn't going to vote for for the Trump Hillary thing. I said this is so much BS, you know, it's all just staging. And then, you know, I did because there was a that
0: I read before I came
1: question of marijuana on the ballot and I wanted to get that. They wanted to anyway so um, I ended up voting for Hillary. I didn't know how bad she really was at oh the time, my but he was just—I—I I was hey—I I was a uh, one of those people that had this Trump dysfunction. The man would start oh. two words out of his mouth, and I'd start wanting to throw up. I mean, oh my God, I just had such a visceral reaction to the guy. Until he got he, uh, not, so, I'm not responsible him for him being president. I'll tell you, I was not—I was not in support of the man. Um, And thank God nobody listens to me. Honestly, honestly, it's the best thing I could have done because I have never voted for somebody that won except Obama. Everybody I vote for loses (laughs) Obama. And then Obama turned out to be such a failure.
2: (sighs) I voted for Obama thinking, "Oh, let's have a nice young man in there.
3: This will be nice. And... uh, that's the, that's thank you for saying that his name because that's the confusing part of the Wilcock four-hour presentation, which was supposed to be real time, and he spent so much time talking about 2009 yeah. and and Obama, and I'm, I'm I'm confused here. Why is he going back so far into time, replaying this? What is it? What is the meaning of it? What is why is he? See, that really confused me. I thought, wait a minute, is this an old transmission? Why is he talking I, about 2009? Why are we back in time all of a sudden? Why I is he crying over Obama? too,
2: Walt, and I wanted to know that too. Why the crying?
1: Like, uh, yeah, uh, what the heck is going on? I think it's because Wilcox went out on such an incredible limb with Obama. He believed he was a light worker. He believed that everything would turn around when he became president, and he was very vocal about it. And then Obama. Dis- I know that
3: there were people. I know that there were people. Sorry, sorry to interrupt you. If I don't say this, I'm just going to forget. I know that at the time, there was a long, there was a lot of people who were firmly believing that uh, Obama was the reincarnation of Abe Lincoln. So they thought they saw a lot of cosmic significance to Obama. Oh, he's a reincarnation of a Lincoln, blah, blah, blah. And we know how that went. So maybe, maybe that's that's he's one of those people who who believed in that.
1: I don't remember him ever saying anything like that. He just believed that. I don't, maybe I don't, he I don't had, remember him saying that. No. Oh. So
3: there were all other people who were right.
1: like. I'm just pointing out that I didn't hear him say that, but I did hear him say. Uh, or, or testified to his belief in Obama. Why he pulled the picture up, I'm not exactly sure. But when he started crying, I'm going like, you guys, you know what the hell is his problem? It was what he said afterwards because he st- he was sobbing at that point, and he said, "I didn't know it would be this bad. I didn't know." And I think that he, I can I can sympathize with him because I I know. That we could have done this a lot cleaner. But I also know that it could have been a lot nastier. And I look at it from the standpoint of no, no, you know, sometimes you have to have the dirt to get the house clean, you gotta make a pile of it. So I think that he was, I think he was embarrassed, you know, that he didn't understand what the depth of the deep state was, how controlling it is. I mean you can talk about it, you can write about it, you can do all sorts of things. But to understand the control and the evil that these people will go to is difficult for anybody who's a light worker. You think, "Well, just wake up. What the hell's the matter with you?" You know, you well, go
3: out, you have to you have to you have to go out of the human realm. We're not dealing with humans anymore.
1: Okay, that's another thing that happened. All right, if you okay, remember the um, uh, gene decode YouTube thingy. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. What he was talking about was the wall, and I I, wanted—I meant to—I didn't know I was going to have a live show today with uh, before this, but I wanted to go back and listen really intently about what he was saying concerning the wall. Now, it's like 360 miles of wall. And according to Gene, the wall is designed to act like a jammer. But more than a jammer, it actually changes the 5G signals in the 60 gigahertz so that the wall is like a barrier, like a, 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 an electromagnetic barrier, that when the signal hits it, this wall causes it to change, just like Shungite makes a Wi-Fi signal change. Mm -hmm. And in doing that with Shungite and the systems that we deal with, it's, okay, our system is a square wave. I mean, that's the Wi-Fi. That's the one we have to use the silver for. So it's a square wave, okay? But these 60 gigahertz of 5G which is why I said, Shungite, just, I don't think it can turn it. Because I had seen the difference between the raw Shungite being able to, what it did, and then the, the upgrading with the, with the silver. And we couldn't get that square wave to, to do its turn until we added the silver. And I didn't know what the hell you would add to try to deal with these 5G signals that are all over this, this place. These are very complicated signals, but apparently they have. Now, would there be a deposit of Shungite under that wall? It wouldn't surprise me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Um, Yeah. But what the effect is, is that, and again, something that we've learned about Shungite, it goes up and down. It doesn't, it's not like a river. It doesn't follow the, the, it just starts, gets on the system and just goes up like we did with the satellite system. So all to the south, all through South America, Okay, now that would make sense because South America—you go, you you, you, know—you just think of the landmass. You got the Panama thing. Well, it—all of that's on the same system, and then it goes to the east and the west. You know, I—I'm sure that Bolivia's side of the—you know—I'm not getting a 5G. I don't know, but. Also, the central hub of the United States system, which goes up through the center of CONUS, has been affected. Um, It could conceivably affect it all. I don't know. I don't know the power of it. I don't know the um, science behind it. But um, that, to me, was very, very interesting. But what really got to me, what made me think of this story, is while Gene was talking about this, and while he was researching it, He comes across a tweet by Donald Trump, and Donald Trump was saying, we've got, you know, 360 miles of wall that will keep out everything from every dimension. (laughs) What? What What did you just say? And he put it in writing. You know? So, yeah. I mean, how deep does that rabbit hole go?
0: Yeah.
2: That one goes quite deep, Nancy. I gotta share this with you. Don't freak out. Um, the listeners are hearing music bleeps every once in a while. A music will cut in. I heard the string Shanghai show too, but at this moment in time, you you cut out for like a quarter of a second every once in a while. Is there something you could fix easily, or do we just live with it?
1: I think we have to live with it because what's happening is that there is a disruption of the signal to the station, and after a few se- seconds, the station cuts in with a backup player, and that's music. And then once, uh-huh. and I noticed it on the you know the show before this, but they were having a lot of. Uh, they would just stop talking. There was a lot of silence between the comments, and I thought that's what was tweaking it. But it could be that there's a, a, a signal problem. And if, if you guys are seemingly okay and I'm not, it might be on my end. I don't
3: know. Well,
2: they're hearing the
3: music. Yeah, you do. Right here, Nancy, fine. Both of you, I don't hear any
1: interruption.
2: Wow. Interesting.
1: I know it's annoying, but it wasn't very annoying when the first show. Are they? Are they, I mean, is it happening every thirty seconds or? Dolly.
3: Deal system
2: oh, is. Oh uh, you- wait, I'm listening to Annette. Say, you didn't just hear a blip of music? Yeah, I heard a blip of music. She heard a blip, and then it went regular. Your video. Video. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it was a song video. It wasn't our show anymore.
1: Yes, I know. It's the station cutting in and out. Is oh. she? Is it is it, is it? is it happening all the time? All the time, Annette. No, just probably once in a while, right? She said no. She gave up. She gave up, it's that bad?
2: Is it so bad that you had to give up? It was only the song, she wasn't hearing anything else. It didn't show that it was your show,
1: it showed it
2: was the song. It didn't show it was our show, it showed it was the song. Okay, and they're giving us stuff in the chat room too. Uh can, are you reading it? I lost Nancy now. No,
1: no, I'm trying to pull oh. it up on my uh, my my phone. I don't know. I mean, shit.
2: Uh, uh, oh, I Fernando thought yourself. it was you censoring. Okay, and they're giving us stuff in the chat room, too.
1: Uh, it's the suspense can, that gets me... Okay, you guys just keep talking. I'm going to listen for a while, okay, and see if I can hear.
3: Hey, Dolly, I guess this means the old system is is completely dead.
2: I don't know. I I think it is, Walter. When I came in today, I saw there's a new speaker. I was surprised at the new speaker, and I thought, oh boy, how am I going to? The
1: new speakers. The new speaker's been there for a month now. Seriously?
2: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's how observant I am. I just click on it because
1: I'm racing to give it. You're (laughs) our best
3: agent, Agent Howard.
1: (laughs) 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 Yeah. Now now, now they were hearing, I had my mic open, now they're hearing the radio over my phone going over the mic.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) <laughs> yes, I'm
1: using, I'm directly using the uh, server that's on the internet. I, I, my my stream is not being used at all. Um, because I didn't need to, but maybe I do need to. I haven't taken, I haven't killed it yet because I wasn't sure. I mean, I don't know. These fluky things happen. And it's just going to take some trying to figure it out. But Aquarius
2: says, was, "Yes, it was, is. It is livable. I th- think I heard the song four times since the start of the show in 30 minutes." Fernando says, "We can live with it," and then he's
1: laughing. Okay. And
2: Sam says, "It's the Cortana song."
1: Okay. I there is one thing I can try to do. What I'm trying to do now. No, I can't because it's. The, you see. They have a queue, but the queue, there's nothing even in the queue. So, I don't know what's happening. I'm going to go talk to Derek. This is his station.
2: Well, don't do no. it now.
1: Well, no, not now. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> <You> guys, <laughs> the way you said it, I thought, oh, she's leaving No, us. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, guys, so it's just a regular cosmic reality show, you know. Things happen, and we try to just keep plugging and getting through it. Um Anyway, so where were we? Uh, Mixed. We were talking. Oh, Mixing. we were talking. We were talking about the dimension. Donald Trump saying that he's kept keeping out those dimensional people.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and at one point, Gene was saying how well. Or President said, uh, "Well, if you're human, what was he saying when he said that?" It was about the. Uh, v- v- vibes or whatever you call them. But so uh, the uh, the interviewer said, "Well, oh my gosh, it went out of my head immediately.
1: I I can't I can't get it back." Well, Just, I said I said this on say what that watching the president, he's he's got. I mean, he's he's just as he he has been, you know. He's just a regular guy talking to us, but there is something more regal about the way he's. Well, maybe it's the clone, you know. They've added a little king <laughs> stuff into the clone. I don't know, yeah. but he. It's just like and and Walt. I, I I this this amazed me. It was one of the rallies. I don't even remember what state it was in because he's doing these things sometimes. Well, yesterday he did two of them, or the day before, but um. When when he finished the speech, he walked directly into the crowd, and he did not have a security guard around him. There was no Secret Service, and he walked straight through the crowd. It was the night that um, Ginsburg died, because the uh, press corps realized what he was doing, and he was going to the plane. The plane was, you know, in the air, but it was a round trip. Right directly through the crowd with not a security not, no no secret service around him, and the press ran and got in front of him and, and yelled at him you know and Ginsburg died, and his reaction was one of real empathy and compassion, and you know it was just a beautiful thing to see but um the, the the fact that he just could walk through that crowd like he did was extremely impressive.
2: I did see that part, and it shook me up for a little while. I thought, oh, my gosh, where's security? What are they doing? What are they thinking? But um, how many times is Ginsburg going to die? I asked Norm. <laughs> I, I asked Norm because I knew Norm would know. Norm, freedom in the in the. I've known him, uh, Dave, and uh, so anyway, he came back to me and he says it was January 2019 that there was a word out, brief word, that she had died, and there was an obit, and they pulled it all back. I think they're using her death as a ploy at this time. I mean, she already is dead.
3: What's the ploy? What are they going to achieve with their death?
2: Uh, I had it at one point in my head, Walt, but I can't get it back. Mm. Maybe I'll come back later.
1: It does feel like um, a trap. Yes, that's Um, what I meant. Because you've got them all crazy about the fact that McConnell, 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 McConnell um, back in 2016, said, "Well, we're not." G- somebody had died. Um, th- that friend of Ginsburg's. Um, anyway, another one had died. Oh yeah. yeah. And scho- scho- sc- sc- Scalia, 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 who may have been murdered. Yeah. That whole that whole thing was very very strange. Um, but it was 16 and the senate decided not to get a nomination from obama because the senate was re- republican and so what are you going to do you're going to put the put the guy up they're going to go through it and then they're going to say no anyway you know and obama and group you know the democrats were sure hillary was going to win so they didn't fight it but the truth of the matter is is that that was pres that was not precedent. That has been the policy of the Senate Congress in a Supreme Court situation in an election year. If the Senate which is the ones that thank God the House doesn't have anything to say about it. But the Senate says yay or nay regarding the Supreme Court nominate, nominee that is put up by the president. So through history, if the if the parties didn't match, it was a different uh, party in the house, White House and one in the Senate. They didn't they didn't bring it up in an election year, but every single other time, twenty nine other times, when somebody was president that was the same party as the Senate, they put up the nomination regarding how close to the election it was, and the even after the election, because the President is president, Ginsburg said that, until the change of, of command in January 21st. So of the next year. So you know it's ridiculous this spite that they' they're making. And, and Walt, what they're saying, okay, this is the Democrats. What they're saying is that if you dare do this, Republicans, Senate, Senate Republicans well, then we are going to take back the House, take back the Senate. We're going to change the number of Supreme Court justices from nine since the Constitution to whatever it is that will allow the left anarchists to stack the, the, the court. Now, why is it so critical that you actually do this now? Because there's only eight, which means that there's going to be you know legal case after legal case regarding the election, so you got eight people instead of nine. The chances of you tying are, you know, a lot higher than if you had nine. Let's put it that way, you know, and um, that's that's a that would only increase the amount of confusion and the amount and, and I don't know if it's true or not, but I heard that if the Supreme Court could not come to a decision, it would fall to the House, which I don't understand why the House would all of a sudden be part of the jury system. You know, but um, anyway, to be blunt, it'll be a a real hornet's nest. So you have to get that ninth uh, judge on the bench.
2: So um, Sam says, They're trying to filibuster the election results until Pelosi becomes president. Um, I I knew that would happen, Sam, and it scared the bejeebers out of me for a few seconds. Then I remember, oh, dolly, you know God wins. You know the end. But anyway, and Fernando says maybe it's a distraction for Supreme Court nominees. So he's going along there with (laughs) you.
1: Yeah, it it's uh you know, it's critical that they actually do in fact uh elect somebody, get some approve somebody. Yeah, and, the, and
2: there's that thing where they say, Well, if it isn't if the election isn't determined within a certain amount of time then Pelosi takes over. That's the part I was saying that scared the bejeebers out of me for a few seconds.
1: Yeah, January twenty first. <laughs> That's the cutoff. Jeez. <laughs> But, <laughs> but
2: I don't think we're even going to come to that. We got the Fourteenth
1: Amendment. You know these. We exactly. know We've got we've got we've got a hundred thousand uh, sealed indictments.
0: Yes.
1: You know exactly. you got the Dur- Durham thing that's coming up, and you know if they can pl- prove collusion over the Russian, with they're they're all guilty of treason. You know, and this is the thing: is that it's one thing to know, like the, the the example of it being the show we just heard, that these people have the law on their side, but when you go before the Senate and the people you're you're saying are the problem, the DOE are allowed to put in the evidence that is been falsified and that is accepted by your senators or your House representatives, um, then the person who is trying to do the right thing based on the law, they've just trampled all over the law. They use phony documents. My God, that dossier that caused the president to be... Oh, yeah, that's the other thing, Walt. If they do this, she's going to impeach the president of the United States. Can you imagine she's going to impeach... Oh, that's right. She already tried.
0: (laughs) Over something
1: something that he has the constitutional responsibility to do. I mean, they're insane. They don't make any sense anymore. But, you know, they've been in 5G a lot longer than the rest of us. They're all brain dead. Or controlled. Or somebody from another dimension has taken them over and the body snatchers are running around (laughs) loose and running the country. Oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> maybe
3: they're maybe they're in a different government, not not in the U.S. government, because they're not functioning, following any particular set of rules, are they? <laughs> they only
0: exactly,
1: the last, only course. the last one they made up, you know. <laughs> they make up the rules. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they go. ay 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 So
2: go ahead, John. Everything that happens. Each, well listen to as much as I can of what's going on each day. Uh, because so many weird, uh, crazy things are happening, and I think, this would only happen in a movie. How is it happening here?
1: It's you know, the other thing about David Wilcock is he was out there in those fires. He's not in California now, but to see that kind of devastation in your state, it's got to be really brutal. With so many people, you know, hurt by it. Oh, but I do have to tell you this, Walt. So, the president flies into California. And he meets with the governor of California, and they have a nice meeting. And some other people are there. Who? And Who's meeting? Who's meeting? Trump. Yeah, the president. The, oh, I did? The President Trump. He, um, he, he, he went to California and met with the governor and some other people from California on the fires. And Mark Joseph, who lives in California, said, Nancy, up until the president's plane left landed, we were covered with smoke. And when it took off, we had blue skies, and we've had blue skies since. <laughs> oh seriously? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh my gosh. What in the world is going on? Oh I, my goodness.
1: I'm just reporting. I'm just reporting. Oh
2: I can't wait until it
3: all comes out. Well one of, so that, one of the things that one of the things I noticed uh, I had seen pictures of the devastation with uh, the other fires, like like about a year ago, when these crazy fires started in California, and then recently, in in YouTube there was they were showing the latest footage of these fires, but the pattern is still there. You have a house completely turned to dust, and the house next to it intact, perfectly, completely intact, down to the brush, even the even even <laughs> even dirty uh dirty pieces of paper floating in the wind. They're they're intact. Nothing. So it's it's like the same pattern. It's still it's not uh, even devastation. Okay, this area from this from here to here, everything is completely no. It's not here to here. This house yes. This house no. This house, no, this house, yes, yes. It's like again, this is the same pattern selective fires. Can someone explain that? Technically, it's, it's not like the owner was there and he started to douse his house. So, no, the house wasn't protected, or uh, there was nobody there, it was just empty. But it, it's still the same thing repeating itself, only certain houses are targeted, other houses are not targeted. Well, it may,
1: it may not so much be targeting as it is what kind of smart meter is in operation. Um, yes. I'm trying to think of the actual sequence of events, but essentially the way I understand it is that when you got that smart meter and you've got excessive electromagnetic energy inside of a sealed building, like you would if you weren't there, you know, everything's closed up. It mm-hmm. actually can can be an, a, 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 an explosion from all of this. Now, I don't know enough about the science. I've heard this because I asked the same question. Why why is this happening? Because if you have a DEW uh, weapon, yes, you can go house to house to house to house to house. But um, uh, Dutch Sense, you know, the guy with the weather, He was looking at Mm the uh, visual fires uh, from a satellite and then increased the contrast. And what he did, there was a line of small fires being an absolute line that went from one side of California to the other and then stopped, one after the other. I've got a picture of it. We talked about it. Oh, I guess it was on Jan's show that she talked about it. Um, So anyway, you've got this situation where the smart meters themselves are causing a situation that, that a building that the smart meter is doing this thing to can explode whereas the other ones weren't didn't have the explosive built up in them or something like that so it's um, that, that's the only thing I could tell you Walt you might have some information that you can pull up about that I mean in your head why would that be
3: Mm. well there's so much crap with those smart meters because we have the what do you call it? the human scan where you have every 15 minutes or every 12 minutes they send that pulse and they're scanning for all activity inside so I don't know what those meters are capable of doing that we have they have they revealed all of these all of what these things do can do they can do more. They obviously can do more than what they were said that they said that they're designed for.
1: I don't know. Yeah, let's just hope that Gene Decode is telling the truth and that, you know. Oh, oh, and that, did we talk? Did we talk about um, 6G with you? Talk about what? 6G. Um, I'm Six. Six G. Oh, okay. No, not me. Okay, okay. This is really interesting. In 6G, what they're using is... It's quantum. It's a quantum system. And it's... I'm trying to think, because Gene, again, got into this. You mean when he
3: explained that there's no propagation delay, like if you're sending an image, the image reaches
1: its destination instantly? Yes, it with the crystals. Waste any time. Using crystals. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So you know, why would you? Why would you? If if Gene is correct about the wall, you know, essentially destroying the five G systems that are up there, you can replace them with the six six G. And if you, I mean, this when I was when I got out of the military, I still had contacts in the research and development side of it. Electromagnetic uh, warfare. And I was told by somebody that was like one of the high honchos in that particular group of uh, thinkers um, that the next computers would be based on uh, crystals. So that was like 1978. So if I heard about it back then, you know they've got them now. They just aren't letting us play with them. Yeah. Yeah, but but that's the, that's the thing is that, from my
3: understanding, uh, if it's crystal based, therefore it's not electromagnetic. There is no electromagnetic. Like, there is no propagation delay. Therefore, how how do you weaponize that? Now you're dealing with, now you're moving into the scalar domain. So that's that's an entirely different, so that's an entirely different creature. So I, I don't know about
1: them. Weaponizing that? No, I'm that's not what I'm that saying. They no... can't weaponize it. It, it see, yeah. you, you talked about this when we were talking about space communications, and you were like, "We well, think a signal goes all this way." No, it's based on quantum, and you, you seem to already, yeah. understand the basics so, of it, and it it's quantum entanglement. Yeah, that's,
3: yeah, it's it, the, the 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 signal reaches its destination at the point it departs so there's no there's no there's no the there's no delay there's no propagation delay a standard signal the way we're used to thinking okay you have a device it generates a signal very beautifully and poetically the signal will travel through the through the ethers until it reaches the destination and that's why you get the, the propagation delay which we're, we're so used to seeing it on television and in communication where you have oh there's a 30 second delay, oh there's a 10 second delay, oh they're having a 30 second delay, well that's, yes you're having a delay because the signal has to travel from point A to point B uh, with uh, with scalar waves there's no such thing, I mean the wave reaches its destination at the point it gets originated, it, it there is no propagation delay. This is the same way the, like all the all the alien technology. It's all it's all based on instantaneous communication. There is no waste. There is no propagation delay. There's no there's no signal loss. I mean, our electronics compares to them. It's like comparing I don't know, Stone Age. <laughs> instance in red in bedrock technology compared to uh, to what we're used to because they have no such thing as propagation delay there's no there's no waste I mean they have no propagation delay between stars and we think oh that's impossible because those are, those are light years of so they don't care if we you know how to deal with it <laughs> so. And how do you weaponize that? I don't know. I don't, that, that's the thing, is that the, the, this, these people, they're ever, they're, they're still, that's another thing that's very ancient and very, un, as antique way of thinking. That everything they do has to be weaponized. Somebody invents a spoon, oh, we gotta make a weapon out of it. Somebody invents a swiddle stick or a, or a saltine, oh, Quick, find out how we can make a weapon out of it. So, uh, we have to stop thinking along these lines because it's just—it's leading into into endless chaos. It's just—it's never enough.
1: jeez that button got stuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, my feeling is is that all of the sort of sci-fi stuff that we've made reference to is already available to us. It's just that it's not been given to us. Um, It's like, okay, Wilcock again. You know, we got to get into Wilcock and his concepts of the time travel and all the ramifications of that because oh, you know
3: you notice how the how oh i have to sorry sorry boss but i need to stop you tell me you did not fail to notice how the end date kept kept changing remember the, remember there was a date past, past past which they couldn't see it or was everything was white it was like a like a door or like a it was like a wall there was a date up past this past this point you could not see anything. And then something happened and it kept moving the date forward. Remember?
1: Well the the <laughs> the, the the cutoff point was twenty twelve. And they yeah. saw that the, in that the, the, In this they saw that in the Montauk project. That mm-hmm. when they were using in the, the Montauk project in its most simple form, they took a chair from the one of the Roswell um, crash vehicles. Then mm-hmm. they set it up and they used the Orion Cube <coughs> Excuse me, that was on the craft. And the Orion Cube is a device that you essentially say to it thinking, I want to go to Raja. And so you get this hologram that shows you a star map kind of thing, and it shows Raja, and then you commit to it, and as soon as you commit to it, you're in Raja. All right, that's what the cube is all about, the Orion cube. That's what sort of sent a lot of this stuff into overdrive. Um, but in the Montauk project, when they were using all of this and a huge number, amount of electromagnetic fields and energy, the, the, the generator that was putting this out was huge. As a matter of fact, I think there was three of them, but they were huge, and they could only go to 2012. But the weird thing is, is that many of them reported seeing uh, a horse. And on the cover of the Montauk Project um, by uh, Peter Moon and Nichols, you'll see the picture of this this horse that they that's what they'd see. When we went through the through 2012. By the time they got there, all of the... Well, there's a, there's the looking glass, there's the Orion cube that I think used to be referred to as a yellow cube. I'm not sure if it's the same thing or is there another player out there. And probably a few other devices that, that are in existence. Um, all of them would... No matter what you put into the cube... So you can p- program these things. You can say... Okay, what does the future look like right now? These are technological devices. What's it look like right now based on everything that you know? And they're getting information from the quantum field. So, okay, so, oh, gee whiz, I don't like that. Well, what if we do this now? What happens? And then it plays out what would happen. How would the future be adjusted by what you might do in the present? Well, it, closer they got to 2012, the fewer the options. It didn't seem to be. By the end, there was like, it didn't matter what you do, you, you did. You had one of two outcomes: either a nuclear thermal nuclear war, or you had, I call it the goody two shoes, where you go into ascension and you turn into angels or butterflies or whatever. I don't know what it was about, but that was the only two. You know, very starkly different um, timelines. But then when we got through that 21st time frame, December of 2012, all of a sudden there was all these different versions of timelines available again. And I was paying a lot of attention to this. You had people all over the place going, oh, I think I'm going to quit my job and get a new one. I just found this wonderful person. I'm going to make a family. All of these different, there was a lot of excitement about what was about to happen to them. And I'm watching it, and I'm watching it is is all these these layers and layers and layers and layers of timelines. And then by the time we get to April, there were not that many timelines available. But see, that was, you know when somebody somewhere said, we got to put a we we're going to go down to the goody two shoes or the death and destruction thing. We've got to get the timeline. That will get us to the future, a 3D future, and so that's when you and I got tapped. You know, somebody came and said, "Hey, I need some volunteers." Remember, you're listening to reality sci-fi. I make stories up all the time. <laughs> so we get ta- tapped, you and me there, Walt. And um, you know, they say, "Okay, you guys are going to get together, and you're going to create a new reality." So you and I get together, you build the reality cube, I get build a computer that's going to be a crystal computer that's going to be able to handle all this information, and we build the structure of a new reality in a place and space that wasn't being used but for anything else. Now that's our story. I'm sure there are other stories. There's a lot of people out there putting out the energies of uh, you know, imagination and creating their own story to the future. But that's our story. Our story is that you got a cube, a cube that was put, all the energies that we thought were necessary to have a good outcome in a given reality, all of those things from uh, empathy and compassion and appreciation and gratitude to the pink rose because it's an energy of protection to, um, uh, you know, the energy of peace, 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 peace. Uh, all of the things that we really want as humanity um and we did it it took us well we went through i think it might have been it was a good year and probably a little bit more than that putting in these you would make these things we discussed what we were going to put in what was
3: this even the right place the
1: the work i don't know why i'm telling you this you remember this and what makes the the spiral uh devices that would capture that energy so the pink rose is the first one we put in there and he used his knowledge about enterology to determine what the frequency of it was made a spiral that held that frequency and boom you're in you're in business and i have (laughs) dozens and dozens of these little spirals that are containing energies of what we put into the reality the reality the Q. um That's our story, but there's other stories out there. But the fact of the matter is, and even Anelia Benz was talking about the middle ground. The difference between that reality over there and that reality over there is the middle ground, and that we should. One one of
3: the things she said in, uh, that's just a couple of days old, where she she's stated, emphatically, that the high frequency choice is already locked in place. It's not not optional anymore, high frequency, the high frequency choice, the high frequency reality, it's not a choice anymore, it's already locked in place. And those who don't want to be in high reality, well, they're going to have to deal with their low reality choices, but the high frequency reality, it's already in place. It's not optional anymore. So that's an interesting thing to know.
1: Yeah, and I got off on that thing and I forgot we were at break time. I was almost, you know. An <laughs> <laughs> aura, Geo, the Black Moonstone, Citrine, Cosmic Silver Nugget, Bracelets, Shungite Bowls, and much more at the Mystical Wares live auction. Have fun bidding for special items at your price. mysticalwarescom live auctions.
0: Let's take a moment to thank the people who make intergalactic distribution of this show possible Mystical Wares in Mount Vernon, Washington. Yes, folks, Mystical Wares is where the Jedi Knights shop when they have their annual field trip to planet Earth. After annihilating battalions of stormtroopers and blowing up the Death Star, they deserve an all out shopping spree, and their supplier of choice is Mystical Wares in Mount Vernon, Washington, an oasis of light in an otherwise Dark universe. I spoke to Master Yoda the other day and asked him where he buys his shungite. He replied, Tell you I will, and not belabor. Mystical wares. I also pick up spare parts for my light saber. So there you have it, folks. If it's good enough for Master Yoda and the Jedi elite, it's certainly good enough for the rest of us. Mystical wares in Mount Vernon, Washington. Online or on location you'll be sure to give them a standing ovation. I am oni mad as the day is long, Avedisian. This was Metaphysical Martini, a production of Cosmic Reality Radio, to whom we are most grateful. <mwah> Until we meet again, my darlings, get involved in local politics, learn to identify the dirty tricks within the matrix, and above all, let the spirit inhabit the human. Scalar Energy
1: is demonstrating how good health depends upon balanced and stable human and animal energy fields. Test it out for yourself with a free, weekly, 12-hour remote session at mysticalwares.com slash scalar dash healing. This is an ongoing program allowing you to pick and choose the scalar energy treatment you want. Thus, you must register weekly for the session presented every Friday. Experience the future of medicine now for the free sessions or sign up for one designed specifically for you. Go to mysticalwares.com slash scalar dash healing. And remember, you must sign up weekly and receive the confirmation email or text confirming the session. Experience the future of medicine now. And welcome back to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show. It's September 22, 2020. I'm not sure I said any of that to begin with. Um, it is Nancy Hopkins speaking to you with Walt Silva and Dolly Howard with me. Are you guys back? Hello, hello.
2: I am. Uh, I have something I'd like to talk about. Oh, good. Oscar, oh. <laughs> fast before
3: she forgets. <laughs>
2: yes, um, <laughs> it's the two presidents last night in the two different speeches last night i'm wondering anybody in the chat room did you did any of you notice that it was the two different trump clones the first one was the trump that looks almost exactly like trump but it's not him and the second one was the one that has a little red tint to the hair uh and and I got to wonder. Oh, the flags! I got excited about the flags because they didn't have the fringe on it. And Nancy says that's important. I forgot why, but as she said, it's important. Then it sticks in my head. It's important.
3: Oh, and not, then admiralty flags. Oh, I didn't know that.
2: And then that was the first time, maybe I saw it. That other people put the flags up. I don't. I'm not sure who put those flags up, Trump's team, or did somebody else put them up who knew about the fringe thing and what it all what all it entails. And then I'm wondering. Okay, so do the two Trumps, according to Nancy, rode on the same super duper president's airplane. Okay, does that mean? that uh, all these trumps really do know each other and that they communicate with each other as well as Trump the the the, the real dude uh, the, the, how these clones interact and how they interact with with the real Trump has always puzzled me and uh, I just wondered if you
1: could shed some light. Well, I'll tell you one thing, okay, because the plane that he he had the day that you're talking about was the smaller plane, not the big, beautiful one. Okay, it was half the size. And he made a point of telling a story in a previous rally. He said, this is supposed to be a secret, but (laughs) it's been a secret for 37 years. I think you probably know it. There's two versions of, of Air Force One. Okay, so conceivably, conceivably, you could have one on one plane, and then it takes off, and I told you, well, it, it, an hour later he was on another stage. It's in the same state. But yeah. if you if he took off, once he's in the air, you don't know if he keeps going someplace and the other plane comes in. Well, that's why I was asking you. Did they do on two different planes? Well, I don't know. I, all I said to you is I don't know, because... It would seem, I mean, at the time, I'm thinking, well, no, they must have been on the same plane because it took off, and an hour later, I'm watching them on another stage in another uh, town in Ohio. Was it Ohio?
2: Yes, Ohio.
1: Um, You know, so I don't know. But I I wasn't paying attention to the second one. I, I, I was listening to them. But I wasn't looking at the... I was doing radio stuff. I was putting up YouTubes. So I wasn't really looking at the screen. So I didn't detect any difference between the two. And I do. I look at the ties. I look at the ties and the suits.
2: Now, see, Sam said something about a red tie. I don't look at ties. I should start doing that. Yeah.
1: I I, I have not looked at ties. Because I... I mean... (laughs) With all due respect to you, Dolly, yeah, if you can see it, then other people can see it. I begrudgingly am seeing it mainly because of what happened with the Pelosi thing I mean that was strange, and you've got to look at that if you didn't see it, okay and I'll post it down there and I don't know how long it's going to be up before you know the censors realize that what we' what we see in it. So, you need to see it because the everything just stopped. her eyes stopped, and it was almost like the a reset phrase, "Oh yes, yeah. we're on sunday morning oh that's good what it looked mo- like. good yep. morning uh, <laughs> Sunday morning, and then all of a sudden boom, she's into she's into something <laughs> that didn't answer the question. It was pretty obvious. What you think about it Walt did you see the same thing to custo she tells me I just... uh, uh,
3: that's that was outer that was like an episode of the outer limits <laughs> 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 either, well, either, like when... it, either she legitimately was not listening to the to the to the prompter but he was she was in in, in, in Venus and the sky was in Mars uh, two totally different places. She... How
2: I love the desert
0: sky And a quiet mountain lake Is
2: enough to make me cry Powered out for a few seconds there.
3: It was very... And, uh, it was like a... Another thing that, after everything we've seen, and uh this gentleman covered the subject uh in... Uh, even though it was it was cut before the the full thing could be seen but it he he did share enough information on this on this uh, uh, what is it the 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 what um the the thing that they take the uh, they take from the blood and now I forget about the, the adrenal- chrome. Andronoma. adrenal yeah adrenal right. the adrenochrome. And he he goes on to explain how worn and spend these people are. That the ones that are hooked into this, there's no way that she can look that good and be the, be the original. There's no way. If she's hooked into this and, and she truly takes this substance, I, I don't. They can they can spend 16 hours on makeup on her. I guess if they can put enough layers of of, of plexi plastic or something, but there's no way you can look that young if you're hooked on this thing so that obviously was obviously a stunning or or a, or a clone or whatever you want to call it
1: because try- to be that I'm, I'm trying to think there's there was some other oh I know what it was it was a picture with um prince harry and his wife and it was a video and the woman was like Completely out of it. Either she had some he, really, really powerful drug on her, or but she was she was freaky. The eyes were just not moving, and she was sitting beside him. And whoever put the put it out there said, "Does this look like a real person?" And I'm going like, "No." <laughs> 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 that was.
2: You mean that was. Marvel Maker, or whatever name his wife?
1: Yeah, his wife.
2: Oh wow, I didn't see that.
1: This was a while back. They were sitting on bleachers like thing. I don't know where they were. All I was all all I saw was what this guy put out. Does this woman look like she's human? You know. <laughs> no, she didn't. And you know it it reminds me of, you know how they're always trying to program us to accept things, right? There was a show that came on, and I can't even remember what the name of it was because it wasn't on for very long. But it was about uh, android type people, like like uh, Data from uh, Star Trek. And this
2: was a show on TV.
1: It was a show on TV, and so you're in inter- the,
3: humans, the British show?
1: No, I don't think so. I don't think it was British. This was but but the thing of it is is it was only on for a few episodes. Oh. Well, okay, but what I you know, I mean my my inkling was to be very very anti AI, but they made these AIs into really you, you kind of felt compassion for. Them. And I, as I'm watching this thing and I'm seeing myself be understanding of why you know these AI clone type things you know are sentient beings and all the other stuff that could be involved with it I realized they were programming me and yet I was an easy target man I don't know if you can hear that dog for some reason he's making a lot of noise eating his dog food I'm going I'm hearing something through my earphones. so what the heck is that his dog eating his food (laughs) Well,
2: I remember luckily. that show, Nancy.
1: Yeah, and and they they were I trying remember. to hunt them down or something, Dolly. Remember?
2: Yes, they were trying, and they were trying to make us have all sorts of sympathy
1: yeah. and empathy for the clones. And or it they, worked. I work. I mean, I was I was getting programmed.
2: Yeah. Well, I started to, and then I had to remind myself that's not a real being, and that's they're trying to make me like it <laughs> so i stopped watching it
1: well you stopped watching it cuz it wasn't on for more than i think maybe 5 episodes oh but the the the, the idea behind these these beings is that they were actors <laughs> you know because i mean you you look at a television program and you or you see a movie and the person that's doing the acting is dead, you can energetically feel that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and so I don't know that we would have that feeling if they were just robot people in front of us. Because, and it's again, like I said, when, when I look at certain pictures of the president, you're, you're different clones. And I really analyze them. It's not like I can say, oh, yeah, I can see it. It's a feeling. Yeah. It's a feeling you get. And every time you get a different clone, it's a slightly different feeling.
2: Right. Right. (laughs) And I didn't know how to say that.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Now, do you think we're crazy, Walter? Do you see the cloning things? I mean, you did on the Pelosi, obviously, but can you? Do you? We don't watch enough of television. You don't see. You don't see Trump well, the, on everything.
3: The, the thing is that um, thing I'm not sure that in his case, I, like I said, I said, this is just a personal opinion. I don't know that, that that's his case. So they're using biological clones. I think they're doing they're doing body doubles. Very heavily made-up men that that with, that share a very good likeness with them. I don't. I don't think they are clones. I think you know why because they behave like human beings. Clones can't. You just just look at Biden and Biden, and look at all the others. They don't. They don't. I, I'm sorry. They, they they are they they are good similes, but they make a good copy, but. Sorry that's not that doesn't cut it as a human not at least not in my book.
1: Well, just because okay. the dark side has bad clones doesn't mean the president doesn't <laughs> have perfect clones. <laughs> okay. I now, uh, another another subject I want to get in, involved with because what we're talking about with David Wilcock, and I highly recommend that if you haven't seen the Four Hours, that he's talking about time travel. His least, his last episode. Um, I w- I flicked through the first thirty minutes of it. It's it's. What does she say? Why? Mona just said it's silent. What the heck is happening now?
2: I love the where love the deer and sky quiet mountain take song just played what she saying well, the dear it, sky quiet mountain lake song just played
1: can they hear us yeah they're hearing us it's just I don't know why this is happening I suspect I've got a very weak uplink Is what I think Because uh, when I was uploading something earlier, it was very, very, took a long time. So I've got to call Comcast and figure out what the heck is happening.
2: Oh, oh. Comcast again.
1: I know, I know, I know. know. Some days I want to retire, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Uh-huh. The days I have to deal with that But anyway, back to time tripping Yes, it's going to come in and out I'm sorry, I don't know what it is But I suspect it's a weak signal on my part We could shut down the, the show But I did not come to signal, but he doesn't know how to get into the to me <laughs> And uh, hey, I never said we were going to be perfect here Whoops, it just did it again See, I don't know what's happening It just did it again You heard it? No, I'm watching the I'm what it just jumped. It said now it says it said cosmic reality and now it says I said that I would sing. Well, so well, no. and um you know as the last thing that it's you know, it's just crazy. I don't
3: even know what your thing looks like on your end. I know. Other than Skype.
1: I know. I know. We gotta get together, you and I. Okay, so back to back to Wilcock and the time travel thing what he's saying is that he was talking about the what what I discussed con- concerning the 2012 and that you couldn't see past 2012 but then once we got through the singularity of 2012 all of a sudden they could go into the future again but only up to the year 2030 now according to wilcock and i may have read this years ago when he might have written about it but I definitely heard that um, the plan itself, the, the you know, huge book that is, is a physical object, <laughs> the plan, um, actually came from the future. I'd heard that. I knew about the book and that there was a plan out there, you know, and it was, ah, big book, <laughs> hardcover. I mean, it's, you know, print. And that it came from the future. But he also was questioning, well, if it's in the future, who's sending it? Well, we're sending it. Trump is sending it. The Patriots are sending it. So 30 years is only 10 years away. You know, when when do we run into our own selves? Just Just throwing it out at you. But the other thing that he was talking about was the fact that the key to time travel is blocking gravitate, gravity and within a bubble of no gravity there's no time and I think you referenced this kind of concept from maybe Cater's work or you just knew it from some other way but can you comment on that Walt, what you know or what you would No, I, I
3: I heard that concept in, in, in Wilcox's presentations but it makes... To me it makes very little sense from what I know of cater. caters makes a very uh, good explanation of what is gravity and gravity is, is tied onto static chargers and it's a, it's a very it, gravity is an electromagnetic frequency, frequency specific very close to uh, ultra uh, to um, infrared. So, it's not like it's a thing that's actually, uh, it's not like the way he paints it. He paints it like gravity is something that's that has something to do, uh, it, it, it's a state of being, when that is not the case that uh, that Cater makes. So, I don't understand how he's trying to paint gravity. Cater explains it very well, that ele- uh, gravity is an electromagnetic Emission of a very specific frequency range, and he goes on to explain how it works. And the the big differences, the two the two differences, are static charges and electromagnetic, and that's it. Those are the two. Everything else is just like like every every other thing they try to explain with with some other terminology. It's it's not they're just trying to how can I say it? they're just trying to fill in an explanation for something they don't know it's like when you when you when you read uh, the theory of relativity and uh, and, and how it, it relates to the speed of light and everything and it's just like he caters he, he makes he, <laughs> he makes no secret of it it's just bull. <laughs> They're, they're just finding trying to find ways to explain something that they don't know if they knew what it is then they wouldn't make such elaborate explanations so I don't know if what he says about uh, gravity has any you know how, what's the truth of it? I don't know I really don't know because I every I, I was listening to every word he was saying and I was trying to fit cater's work into it and it made no sense to me the only way it makes sense to me is if if are, if you are taking it into in like like in a bubble if you have a bubble of something it, it relates different if it's an, if it's outside of a, of a of a domain that is that holds because you you're looking at different things is is like if you were looking like bubbles inside a fluid. You have a giant bubble where you can fit, you know, I don't know, a big city, and you have a little bubble where you can only fit one person, and and the two don't meet, and you can and you can isolate them in frequency and and different elements. That's that's the way it makes sense to me. But the way he was trying to explain it, uh, uh, as you can see, he didn't make. He didn't make much of an explanation. He was he was trying to like, he was trying to explain it. He but he doesn't go into in in depth. Oh, the way this is happening is this way. Mm, what? So, sorry, and if I'm not much help there, I, I was trying to make sense of it. But it, it what really? Because that's another thing that he Cater ex- explains. That about the, the business of time there's no such thing as time time is a it, it's a concept that's it's, it's, it's given it's like an artificial concept that's put in there to kind of put things in sequence of, or, or a way to explain how things don't happen all at once in reality there's no such thing as time that doesn't mean Having said that, it doesn't mean there's no such thing as past time or present time or future time. That makes perfect sense, and you, and you wonder, okay, how how does it make perfect sense? Because of distance. Something that's sitting in the year 2030 is is existing right now. It existing we, if we are still alive. We are still alive in that time, but it's very far away. When we when we talk about space, it's, it's it's all of that is existing, but it's not existing right now in this this particular space. Everything has already moved. It's 30 years further down the road. That's that's the one that's the one thing that makes perfect sense to me. That there there is no conflict because they're really sitting in different places. In dimensionally speaking, in space, they're sitting in different things. Because one thing that he doesn't address which Cater does. Cater makes one fundamental definition that nobody, that you can't argue with. There is only one thing that is not created. One thing. Space. Space is the only thing that exists that has not been created by something. Everything else is a creation. And I don't know how you, if you can fit that in your belief system, but when you when you put it to the test, it makes perfect sense. you 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 can create suns, uh, you can create planets and all these things. But the one thing that that uh, hasn't been created is the one thing that is not then the space, the nothingness. it hasn't been created because there's nothing there to create. There's just space, lots that, of it.
1: That's the key. that's <laughs> the key, the nothingness you said. I've told this story before, but it probably was one of the most important aha moments in my life. Okay, I was at church. I'm probably 19, 20 years old. It's winter time. We got those overcoats on, you know, and I needed to stand. There wasn't enough room to sit, so I'm standing there, and all of a sudden, I wasn't in the church anymore. I was someplace, and there was nothing. There was just nothing. And I asked the question, where am I? And a voice said, nowhere. And that's about what it was. But what I understood was what you're talking about is this this place where there was no creation, or is no creation. I don't know if it's in the past or the future. I suspect it's from my vantage point in the past. But I'll tell you, I came back into that church and I had a a deep, deep understanding of God. Because without some kind of creative force, we would be nowhere. We would be, there would be nothing except, as you pointed out, space.
3: Space. And that's what he says in a book, that, that the only thing that's not created space, and these guys in their in their super complicated <laughs> definitions, try to make a case for space this way space that way, well, I think you're missing the point The I think you're, you're making it more complicated than it needs to be, I mean, the, the, because that's one of the things about the Cater book, I don't know if how complicated you find it, but it's so simple to understand once you put to the test the things that he says, it's well, it's real, because one of the things is that he he is he is explaining. Not only is he explaining how things work, he's he's actually explaining the the missing let's say the missing link in physics, where we are we people accept the concept of etheric etheric energy, etheric continuing, oh, the etheric body, blah, blah, blah. But they don't put something, okay, how does it connect with with the physical? How does it connect with the energetic? There has to be something there. Cater is the one who gives you that there, and that's soft electrons. Soft electrons differ in size. If at the atomic level, if one were to compare the size of a soft electron to the size of a hard electron, it would be like comparing the size of the Moon to the size of, of, of Jupiter. Their soft electrons are gigantic. And the beauty of it is that there are so many of them, there, there, are, there are soft electrons for every kind of matter that exists. That's, that's the connection, that's the thing that physics is, is missing at all, the connection between the physical and the energetic. They, they they choose not to look at it. Oh, we have these we have these basic uh, uh, particles: the electron, the neutron, the the you know the positron, and they and they, and they give all these names for all these things and these and like he says, they give all these fancy names for all these uh, subatomic particles, but they're useless. Their, their life expectancy is, is in, the, in seconds, or nano, even nanoseconds, because they, they, they exist for such short span of time. What, what They spend trillions of dollars on these accelerators to generate these particles that manifest for, I don't know, thousands of a second or millionth of a second. So what? What have we gained? What have you learned? You just made something that only lasted for so. So it's like th- they're totally missing the point when you think about it. And there, there, when he when he presents the concept of the soft electron, he explains so much. Well, case in point, he goes on to explain why is it that uh, you can stop the 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 um, the Reich cloudbuster can stop a nuclear detonation. Be- because it, it takes all the soft electrons. Okay, no more soft electrons, that's it. No more, no more. The another uh, photography, for example. He goes on to explain that it's the soft electrons that actually allow a photograph to, to develop. He says, because, for example, if you take a, phot- a photograph, and they purposely did this, they, they allowed a photo to develop but this time, the, the, the glass is like six inches thick. So there's visible light, but there's, it's so thick that soft electrons no longer make it through. Well, guess what? Nothing appeared in the negative. You can physically see the light. You can see the light going through it. Why, does, why is it that nothing appears in the negative? Nothing appears in the negative because the soft electrons need it. To register the negative, weren't there. It was only hard electrons.
1: Well, would you consider soft electrons like proto-energy?
3: I don't know. I do not know if he would agree with you. One would have to sit, down, sit with him <laughs> and ask him.
1: Well, okay. I'm not going to get into it.
0: For the density or strife... <laughs>
1: Um, so uh, the bottom line with with the concept of um, time travel, you would agree with?
3: Yeah, t- time travel is is it's funny because it's when you're moving. E- even now, even if you were to physically, okay, forget about forget. Uh, what do you call uh, wormholes or? or any other kind of just jumping? I'm talking with just just physical. Well, just being, uh, let's say, you're ten years apart. And well, in ten years, a planet has moved quite a bit of a distance, so you can actually be be in two places at one. At once the the thing happened is that this place is at nineteen ninety nine, and this other place is at twenty nineteen nine ninety nine. And they're still they're still valid places because they're two totally separate places. There is no conflict. They say, oh what happened no no, the person can't be on the set. Well, the thing you have to take into account is that the places the person is not at the same place anymore. The planet is not in the same spot anymore. So that's that's the one thing that uh, you have to take into account. Nothing in nothing existing in space is standing still nothing absolutely nothing is standing still you can come up with places of reference to find where you were or where you're going to be or or where you were but but still everything is moving everything without exception
1: do you suppose if we were the people who sent back the plan from Twenty thirty. Do you think it's possible that, as we get closer and closer to twenty thirty, that we're going to essentially merge into that future self of us? How you're I- making
3: it sounds. You're making it sound too simple. Oh. Because I I would pose to you which twenty thirty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's you're such thing. a
1: party pooper <laughs> <laughs>
3: well
1: you know, you know many, because I'm, there I'm are
3: many versions of 2030 what well, what well, happens is because because of this of, of this human free will you have okay you you have percentages you you have there's a 20% chance that things are going to be really bad. There's a 30% chance that everything's going to stay the same way. Oh, there's a 60% chance that everything's going to be positive. Because you have all this mixture of all these be- living being, all these sentences that are making choices. For example, there was a... Um, in Nelia Benz, that's why she had to leave the planet for a brief time... Into in, into in the year 2011 because a split happened at that time there was this thing where it was the light everything was it it was the light people most people were going to go with the light and that's how things were going to go but a big group of humanity said no we're still want to we still want to play with this evil and, and good thing. we still want to play with in the, in this in this playground of good and evil. So what happened is she had a very tough time because she, she was so sad she wanted to, to leave life and, and just but the, her guys made her stay and made her understand and she, she said, okay, so one part of humanity has chosen a high frequency existence. So there are, there are and that's fixed now. There is a a big percentage of humanity that's choosing to have a high uh, frequency existence. Now the rest are still choosing to suffer the old reality of good and evil. Well, they're going to have their they've chosen their their tests for themselves. But as 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 you can see, there already a big percentage has chosen a high a high frequency reality so at some point she says the the it's right now what's happening is not so much good versus evil as is a split there is such a there's such a there's such a percentage of people that are choosing to have a high frequency reality they're not going to they're not going to have to experience bad or negative things because they're moving off into another another reality so at some point it's going to become more and more evident of people experiencing things that are totally alien to you like you could be home and you could say hi to your neighbor and this neighbor say oh i just this horrible this thing that's happening and, and you say what what are you talking about what horrible thing i don't know any, i don't know what you're talking about that's that's how intense it's going to be there's going to be this great split because there are people that are sick of the old good versus evil agenda. It's it's just getting very old game, and they just and they want to have a good high frequency re- reality, a good a good existence. You're gonna and, you're gonna
1: love this. You're gonna love this story. Um, a couple huh. of days ago, there was a pa- a posting by one of the activists for five G, who's a friend of um, Mark Steele's in uh, England, in London and they had hundreds of people i mean he kept putting the, he kept showing us his face instead of showing us the crowd <laughs> not not good oh. production but um you would every once in a while so anyway but so i'm not sure how big this this group was but hundreds of people in this city you know landscape thing and what happened is that the police Now, these are London police, so they're not in, you know, riot gear. They've just got their uniforms on. Start to walk towards the crowd as if they want to somehow affect the crowd. And of all the things in the world that could have happened next, this was, to me, so poignant, so to the point. Okay? The crowd started chanting, Choose your side choose mm-hmm. your side. And the police stopped and I don't know if they were called back but virtually in unison they turned around and and left. Um but the fact that they that was that was what and these are probably started with 5G activists cuz Mark was there. He actually walked mm-hmm. by and said hi to the guy and it was so exciting to see him there, I knew that, whoa, this is real if Mark is there, and um, but yeah, choose your side, and I think that you just discussed that, but they're already, it's already in yeah. the, the collective consciousness, it's, it's already in there, yeah,
3: yeah, there are people that are still, like for example, all people, all the, like my grandfather, the, the only kind of television you could get him to watch was westerns, Gunsmoke, Bonanza, The Wild Wild West, as long as it was western, that's it, that's the only thing that existed in his reality, that's the only form of entertainment, that constant struggle of of, uh, cowboys. That's it, that's all that that existed. And some people are like that, They, they still want to live in a reality where they're still, oh, good versus evil, evil versus good, oh, well, that's, that's a very tiny universe. In reality, the universe has so much var- variety in it that you're going to be astounded to, to discover all there is. And that's, a, that's one of the reasons the Lemurians don't, are, are, are still not, they're, they're not on the fence. They're just waiting. That's why they have not made a conscious connection to, with humans, even though there are so many Lemurian portals. Because they don't want to be they don't want to fall prey to that reality of good versus evil because they don't live in it they never chose it and why should they have to deal with it when they live in a reality where there is no good versus evil it's, it's, so that's, that's that's one of the things that uh, the uh, people don't realize that you have to choose. It, it, it comes down to a matter of choice. You you don't choose. You don't choose for people. You don't change people. You change. You choose, and when you change, then you fall into the place where you should be. You are going to be with the right people, and you're going to make the right choices, because that's, that's what it is. It's you making a choice, a conscious choice, not someone making it for you. Like a, like in Elio... Um, it's one of the things that were that were said during the, her last reading. Somebody asked about where is the road or where do I find the road? And she's and she said, "You, you, you're the road. <laughs> you, you have to realize that you're the road you want to take. You're the road you want to travel, not somebody else doing it for you." And people don't don't get that. People are still waiting there are some people that are still stuck in that old program, oh, somebody's going to choose for me, or somebody's going to decide for me. No, no. If, they, if you're still in that mode, then go look for something else. You're, you're wasting your time.
1: Well, that was very interesting. Um, Dolly, what, what, you got something to say here? Well, I'm wondering, because I've told my kids all oh, all their
2: lives. The only thing you can change a person you can change is yourself. Right. So does that go along with what Walt was just saying?
3: That's that's right. You can only change yourself. And the beauty is that once you change that's what that's that's where your reality changes. When you're the the one to change. Because for the longest time, people have been trying to change the world by changing everything but them, but themselves, <laughs> and it never works. They live in a state of constant frustration. I'm trying to fix this, and I'm trying to fix that, and I'm trying to adjust this, and I'm trying. No, you're trying to leave everything. Everything. You you want to be like a rock, never change. Oh, always be right about everything, and no, that's not the way it doesn't work that way. Once you change, everything changes.
2: Okay, let me go on with it. And <laughs> when you change yourself, the people around you will appear to you to change, correct? Because you've moved to a different place, and exactly. so. You will probably lose some friends and make some new friends. And it's okay. It's part of progressing. Yep. I did something right in my life. (laughs) All right.
3: (laughs) Don't put yourself down.
1: (laughs) (laughs) How's Russell doing? Is he pursuing his not doing well at all. Really? What's happening? Can you share? <laughs> yes.
2: Yes, I can with Russell. Uh, he's you know, you're talking about his health issue? Uh,
1: I, I didn't know he had a health issue.
2: Oh, oh, okay. He's got a health issue
1: right now. And
2: he has gone on FMLA for, from work uh, so he can be off without being penalized as they have this FMLA program at jobs. So um, he's been to the doctor. They have done a sonogram on his groin area because it seems to be in his groin area and lower stomach. He says he feels like he's carrying around a five-pound ball down there. And he's had infection in one of his testicles that they treated and thought was over, and then he started in with these symptoms. So uh, today the doctor called with the results from yesterday's test, and the doctor's office, and and the nurse said, well, we're going to set up a, a meeting for next Tuesday, and it'll be a consultation meeting. Russell is in so much pain now, he texts me throughout the night. He he needs his mom. Um, and mm-hmm. he doesn't know what to do. He just, oh, he's all over the place. And so I talk to him and Dolly, you but, might
1: want to contact uh, Derek. Oh.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but Derek still hasn't answered me, did the doctor get the stone or not? I still
1: don't know that he's
2: Well, so sometimes, busy. You,
1: sometimes you have to just get in his face but he he would he's not necess- he's, he would never intentionally um, not be responding he probably thinks he did or doesn't realize he needs to oh well I, I, but I, w- I would talk to I would talk to Derek okay in the meantime
2: today I told Russell you got to call the doctor's office back explain your issue with your urgency and the pain you're in and tell them they need to schedule something sooner so they're going to do that gosh Um, I'm sorry I asked it's pretty awful for him I feel bad and there's nothing I can do except now I can call Derek thank you yeah
1: Okay, so we're four minutes out from leaving the um the show. Would you like to say something more there, Walt? Anything you wanna pass on?
3: No. <laughs> no, I'm just going to say thank you. Thank you for everyone that's here and thank you for your appreciation.
1: We've well, only got three minutes, but how is mom doing with her new uh push cart?
3: Oh, Oh, she's she's very thankful for it, because with it, she doesn't have to keep grabbing onto things. It's just like a assistive device for her, so she's very grateful
1: for it. <laughs> she fought like hell not to have to use it. <laughs>
3: yeah, it was kind of silly.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, I mean, ch- hey, look, at change can be good, you know. Don't, don't just put yeah. something down, you know, look at it, take a look at yeah. it before yeah. you put it down. <laughs>
3: Now she can walk. She doesn't have issues. Be- like before, she could walk. She could not walk unless she could. She was grabbing onto something. Now, she can. She can stand for extended periods. Before she couldn't even stand. So now it's is really gone for. Whatever happened happened for the better.
1: Yeah. 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 We got to look at it that way. I think
2: it was meant to happen, Walt. Because of all the things that you went through. And your mom. Both yep. of you. Meant to happen for both of you. And your friends with Rick. No. <laughs>
1: that tickles me.
2: <laughs> I love it.
1: <laughs> yes, he's a very nice man. And thank God he's still there with you. Because I'm sure that there's things that, you know... Well, yeah. no, at
3: least he understands the 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 paperwork. Like, for example, the le- the letters that I get from my mom, I look at this and it's like if if I were reading something in Chinese, it would make better sense than what I'm looking at. So, I have to keep getting him to to bother him. You know, what does this mean? Because I I, I was in the hospital when she got all this paperwork. I don't know what they were asking for. I I was I was halfway out of this out of this world. So. What are they talking about? What are they asking? So, get. I'm, 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 I'm no good for this. I'm useless to, to try to help with, with all the uh, craziness with this bureaucracy and everything and whatnot.
2: <laughs> well, well, don't feel bad that, that Rick is helping you do that. You are helping Rick by letting
3: him help you. No, that, that's true. That's, yes. that's why I'm always. That's why I said I said to my mother, please don't forget to mention to him if we need to compensate him for his time. I I don't I don't mind. He he in fact he should be compensated for his time because anybody else would charge for this type of work. So if he needs to be compensated for his time, yes, what well, by but all means he wants.
1: One more snafu. The recording cut out at this point, so basically, you didn't hear Dolly say bye from Dolly World, bye bye, and Walt to say thank you very much, and for me to say be safe.
0: Teaching.
1: You have been listening to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for listening.